Hey, what's up, guys? Real quick, I've been working really hard to amplify my social media presence recently, and recently just started diving into Instagram, which has actually been a ton of fun. It's a cool platform for connecting with y'all in just a more personal way. So if you, we aren't already connected on Instagram, let's change that. You can find me at the Anthony Vecino. So go, go connect. Let's do it. All right, let's get to the show. It is so easy in our social media world and how connected we are to be able to look at everybody else around us and get the sense that they are winning in every aspect of life. And because you are living inside of your own skin and your own experience and you see the reality of your life on a minute by minute basis, you understand that there is no such thing, at least in your life, uh, that you can win every single minute of every single day. And when your life does not reflect what you see everybody else's life on social media, you can be left despite your logical brain knowing, hey, that's not real. They can't possibly always be living like that. Like nobody's ever that happy, that rich, that fit, whatever, like whatever the thing is, like, you know, intellectually that you're only seeing the highlights of that person's life. And you can contrast that with the reality of your life, which has highs and it has lows because all life happens along a bell curve, which means that you know, 50% of the time you're going to be feeling good. You're going to feel above average and 50% of the time you're going to feel below average. That's just the reality, but you never see the 50% below average in social media land. Right. And so when we're comparing ourselves to others, even if we're doing it um, unintentionally, we know we shouldn't compare. It still kind of happens. And this can set unrealistic expectations for ourselves then. And it can seep into our lives and start to make us really feel bad, despite the fact that, you know, 50% of the time we feel great and we're doing awesome. 50% we're doing less awesome. When you have this judgment that's constantly sitting on your chest, it makes it very hard to recognize the 50% of the time when things are going well and to actually be happy and satisfied and content with that, that period of time, because it still doesn't feel good enough. And that's the kind of hypercaloric uh, digital content world in which we live. And so when you think about what's it mean to be like in the top 1% of people, it can be a very skewed expectation. It can be very, very skewed because truthfully, the people that you're probably seeing the most in your social media feeds, they probably are in the top one, like 0.0001% because we like to be, we, we as humans like to gravitate towards those extremes. And so the most beautiful people make for actors and like the most beautiful people make for the models and the most beautiful people tend to make for politicians. I mean, you might not think politicians are that beautiful, but they are above average. So we gravitate towards these extremes and then our feed becomes made up of these 0.001 percenters. And we take that to be the average, that to be normal. And it's not. And in one particular aspect, I think is really important to recognize what does it mean to be in the top 1%? And that, that area is health. I think body dysmorphia is a very real problem for both men and women to be able to you know, look and see what is considered normal and then look at your own body and say like, oh, I don't feel good by comparison. I feel terrible. I don't look like that. But the truth is like the, the standard for being in the top 1% of health is a bit lower than you might imagine. And it's, it's not way out there on those extremes. Like the difference between being in the top 1% of a thing and the top 0, 0, 0, 0.0001%. It's a very, very big difference, right? So I did a little bit of digging into this and I got a video coming out on YouTube here in a couple days that um, goes deeper into this. But one particular concept is around what's it mean to be in the top 1% of health? And so I wanted to do a little bit of research and figure out, okay, what 
what actually would qualify as being in the top 1%. Like, I didn't even know how I would go about quantifying it. I thought maybe strength or speed or like uh, body fat percentages. I wasn't really sure. It turns out the Mayo Clinic did a study on this a number of years ago called the Healthy Lifestyle Characteristics. And in particular, they identified four life, uh, four healthy lifestyles or four healthy lifestyle characteristics. And then they went out and they studied hundreds of thousands of people, maybe not hundreds of thousands, but a lot of people, enough to make it statistically significant. And they were just looking to see how many of these adults exhibited these four healthy lifestyle characteristics. And the characteristics were, they were sufficiently active. I don't know how they measured that, but my guess is that there was a certain amount of steps required. So maybe like 5,467 steps. I think that's um, other research has shown that below that tends to be correlated with higher levels of depression and like low mood and energy. People that take more than 5,400 whatever steps, they tend to have elevated moods, better health outcomes, all this stuff. So I don't know exactly how they define sufficiently active. My guess though is that bar is not super, super high. Number two of the lifestyle characteristics that they identified was eating a healthy diet. Again, not really sure what that means, but we can be pretty certain that it means like minimal alcohol, not a lot of sodium and not a lot of fats and being reasonable with your protein intakes and carbs and all that stuff, right? So we can we can kind of imagine it's probably not a high barrier to be eating a healthy diet. We just kind of have to avoid a lot of the the hypercaloric American diet that comes with eating out and fast food and, and, and sugary uh, snack foods, right? Number three is to be a non-smoker. That one's pretty straightforward. Just don't smoke and you have this healthy lifestyle characteristic. <laughs> and then number four is to be in, within the recommended body fat percentage, which again, I don't think that the, I don't, I didn't see what they, what they said was a healthy or recommended body fat percentage, but my guess is that this is not on the extremes of like, they're not saying things like 10 to 15% body fat for men. It's probably more like 15 to 20 and maybe 25 to 30 for women. I don't know. Um, I'm just throwing out numbers, so don't, don't hold me to any of that. All this is to say, when you look at these being sufficiently active, eating a healthy diet, non-smoker, and recommended body fat percentage, these are not high hurdles to hit to be qualified as you know healthy lifestyle characteristics. And yet, they found that only 2.7% of adults had all four characteristics. So just by doing those four things, those four low-hanging fruits, you're already in the top 3% of adults. And so getting to that top 1% is just a hop skip further away, but still very attainable for most people if you just apply yourself to it. And I'm not saying it's easy. I think fighting the battle with your health and your body is one of the hardest battles any of us will ever fight, but it's also the most important because it is the only body you get and it is the one that's carrying you through life. And the moment it breaks down, it's game over. And so the better you can take care of it, the better your life outcome is ultimately going to be. And so I share this with you because again, I want you to feel empowered and encouraged that you are not as far behind everybody else as you might think, because that is what the social media world kind of leads us to believe about ourselves. But two, to recognize that you're probably further ahead than you think as well. And if you want to get ahead, maybe you're not currently, well, the steps are pretty clear. Get active, eat a healthy diet, stop smoking, and go work out and get your body fat percentage down. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I'm not saying it's easy. It's simple, not necessarily easy, but I believe you can do it if you apply yourself. Um, and maybe you already have, in which case, stop being so damn hard on yourself. Now, that's gonna do it for me, guys. I appreciate you. I'll see you back here tomorrow. But uh, until then, stay hyper-focused, guys. <laughs> Hey guys, I love, love, love that you're listening to the podcast. I truly hope it's bringing you just a ton of value. But if you ever wanted to check out the video version of these podcasts and 
you should head over to YouTube. You know, they're going to have more effects, more visual stuff like that. And that, that can help the message sometimes just hit a little bit different and, you know, reinforce the, the lesson in a better way. So you can check that out. It's completely free. Go over to YouTube, search for Anthony Vecino. It'll pop up. And if that's not what you're into, then cool. Just enjoy the show and let's get to it.